wokesters are really today's uh, Marxist revolutionaries. Uh, Marx dreamed of having a revolutionary force. And that's what wokesters are today. I mean, these are the people that will dox you, that will uh, cancel you, that will censor you, that will throttle you on social media platforms. So those are all Marxist tactics, okay? The people who, who are the like the leaders at the top, those who are activating these uh, ra radical revolutionaries, they know full well if they're racist. With the global economy being in shambles and central bankers moving towards a reset, it's never been a better time to protect your wealth by owning precious metals. Contact Andy at milesfranklin.com. Tell him Sarah sent you. He promised me he will guarantee you the lowest price anywhere in the country. Remember, email Andy at milesfranklin.com and tell him Sarah sent you. It's never been a better time to protect your future than now. Welcome to Business Game Changers. I'm Sarah Westall. I have Kevin McGarry coming to the program. He is the founder of Every Black Life Matters. And I'm going to read a, just a tagline from his website. It says, Every Black Life Matters because every life matters. His organization is the counter to the BLM organization. And they're trying to take it from, the, I mean, they, this is their, their principles, real justice from womb to tomb. They care about uh, pro-life for everyone, but they're really upset with the abortion clinics in the black communities and how it's destroying families. They got, they care about the nuclear family, active fatherhood, free markets, educational choice, criminal justice reform, and nonviolence. And I don't know anybody that, that I talked to who isn't doesn't agree with them on the front when they have the kids that every black life matters they have white kids and hispanic kids and all sorts of kids their message is of unity and oneness but they are working with the black community and so basically it's saying yeah black lives matter because all lives matter hello and so they're that's what they're trying to push so we talk about a lot of things and one thing that he's really trying to show people is that Marxism is rooted in eugenics and white supremacy. And these guys were bad guys. I mean, they were not good people who are, were pushing this at the beginning. Marx, Marxist, Karl Marx was not a good guy. And his new book, Woked Up, wants to expose really what this agenda is about and get to the root of it. Nobody that is a good person wants this they want everyone to be treated with respect and um, with, it's not, it's, you don't want everything to be equal, You but you want equal in opportunities. You don't want everyone to be made equal. You want equal in opportunities. And that's what they're saying. Empower people. I thought this was a really good conversation and we got to face things that might be uncomfortable. Some people might be uncomfortable understanding where the roots of some of these things are, but we have to address it. We have to look ugliness right in the face and deal with it. And now we have this, these Marxist revolutionaries that are useful idiots for the global technocrats and they don't even know they are. It's just, we, we're living in a really bizarre time, but we need to understand what the roots of these things are and how people are being manipulated if we want to win, if we want to take this down and get back to some normalcy of 
treating people actually evolve. I think we have an opportunity to evolve as a society here. I think we can come out of this with a higher level of consciousness and be better for it, better than what we came out of World War II, better than we've been in the past. We can get rid of these shackles that we've had for so long with this oppressive regime, globalist regime, and we can be free from that and and humanity can really thrive but we have a lot of work to do this year so i want to get into a couple things before we get into the show i want to tell you that we you really if you have a little bit of extra funds i know it's hard but try to invest a little bit in silver if you can protect your assets we don't know what's going to happen i keep hearing that the digital currency is right around the corner that banks are ready to go and I, I don't know what that means to our current cash on hand or whether we, you know, they're going to wipe us out or what, but silver will protect your assets and well, gold too, but most people can't afford a lot of gold, but if you can afford gold, that's great. But contact Miles Franklin, info at milesfranklin.com. They give you the best price in the country and they give you really great service. And those are the two things that I care about. So th- take that seriously, please, because we are getting close to to something happening. And, and if I'm wrong, if all of us are wrong, you at least have protected your assets, that you're going, these assets are going to be safe. And then you can just reconvert it into whatever currency they're using. The other thing is we're seeing people dying suddenly. You know, we had the NFL player that was, I, people think he's brain dead now. He died on the, on the field and then they revived him and he's probably brain dead. It's really a tragic situation. I mean, it's a tragedy when every, all these people die. We, we know we're dealing with, serious crimes against humanity, but protect your family. I have that solution document on the front page of my website that I put together with Dr. Nuzma. Also, Dr. Zelenko, before he passed away, bless his heart, had his new Z-Stack detox and a Z-Stack where you get the quercetin with the zinc. And it is so powerful to keep you healthy. Make sure you do the basics. You know, the solution document talks about it. Do the basics so that you can keep from getting sick. Because if you get sick, now you're dealing with a whole nother animal. So first keep from getting sick. And then if you get sick, you can deal with it. You know, maybe you got to talk to other doctors. I, I don't know. It depends on how sick you get. But please take this seriously. Build your immune system. The Z-Stack is a great, great way to go. Look at the solutions document. There are other things. Also, I have coupons for the Z-Stack and for the C60. Look for that. C60 is great for inflammation, which is another major source of problems. So just look at all that stuff. Also, if you want to get uh, Twin Oxide, um, talk to Joe Nuzma, Dr. Joe Nuzma. He can also help you get that. That is a purified version of chlorine dioxide. It's legal. So you can get that and it's a wonderful solution. You can look at Dr. Kalker from Switzerland. He did all the trials. You can look at that as well and you can see how effective that protocol is. So please look into all that to protect you and your family. And while you're at looking at that solutions document, sign up for my newsletter. I am always writing articles. I have new things going on all the time. So please sign up for that. And please share my newsletter so people know all of my work. I'm probably one of the most censored people 
alive. And that only way it's going to get out is for people to share it. So also, if you're on Rumble, please push the Rumble. Like Rumble, my, I guess if I have more Rumbles, it, it gets more exposure. And I don't get that many Rumbles compared. I, I think people are fixing. I don't know how they get you know, 2,000 rumbles on a 6,000 viewed show, but people are getting that and I'm not. So I need to get more rumbles to be able to have more views. So please do that. And let's get into this really good show with Kevin McGarry. Hi, Kevin. Thank you so much for joining the program. Hey there, Sarah. Thank you for having me. It's a real honor and a privilege to be here. Well, I am just really impressed with the work that you're doing. And I wanted to talk to you about this because I think it represents what so many of us in this country are feeling. And uh, you wrote a book called Woked Up. Why did you write this? Yeah, so I wrote this book because actually that was so many things were not making sense uh, to me. Okay, so. I, uh, I, I I thought, well, okay, all wokesters and the entire woke movement, all they do is complain and point fingers at others, uh, calling everybody else white supremacist, racist, white Christian nationalist, privileged, all this other, you know, pejorative uh, type things. Um, and so I said, well, you know, look, there has to be some semblance of reality in this. Let me just do some digging. So I decided to just go and 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 take a look at uh, the woke movement generally. Uh, everybody who understands the woke movement understands that wokeism is rooted in Marxism, right? Yeah. Uh, wokesters are really today's uh, Marxist revolutionaries. Uh, Marx dreamed of having a revolutionary force, and that's what wokesters are today. I mean, these are the people that will dox you, that will. Uh, cancel you, that will censor you, that will throttle you on social media platforms. So those are all Marxist tactics, okay? So so here's the thing. So I, I started to look at Karl Marx, and then I really felt that that still small voice inside that says, no, 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 son, mm -mm. Karl Marx is not really, although wokeism is rooted in Marxism, Karl Marx had a mentor start with that person to figure out where all this stuff comes from. So then I did a little bit more digging and realized that Karl Marx and, and Engels dedicated all of their early works to Charles Robert Darwin. And so I started with Darwin. I went to his, um, went to his first book. His first book was on natural selection. The subtitle was For the Preservation of Most Favored Races. Yeah. And I'm thinking, oh, wow, this is interesting. So I went into Darwin's, um, um, uh, th that particular work, and it was a lot of science and all kinds of other things in there. But in his second book on the descent of man, he goes into detail on what he meant by favored races. In the descent of man, he confirms that, look, because there is no God and because, you know, every, every you know, all humankind evolved, uh, whites were the first to evolve. We are the supreme intellects. Uh, we are the supreme as far as resourcefulness. We are superior to every other ethnicity. This is how mm. he positioned that work. And he says, now you could see my evolutionary uh, theory in, in, in action when you look at Blacks. He said, Blacks are subhuman, apes, gorillas, and oh. savages. And so I said, oh, that's not very kind. That's really... And one fell swoop, you have 
white supremacy, right? Because he says we are, you know, the 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 the, the standard, right? And then all other ethnicities are trying to evolve and blacks are still climbing the evolutionary curve uh, and they're subhuman. And, you know, basically we can relegate them and be racist towards them because really they're not a race yet. So, uh, so that was Darwin. Now, uh, his other works, uh, which would include eugenics, uh, a lot of people don't realize this, but Darwin and his first cousin, Francis Galton, they were so white supremacist, and 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 I don't mean that disparagingly. I mean that matter of factly. Uh, Darwin married his first cousin because he didn't want his his genes, his pure intellectual, you know, supreme genes to leak out to other, you know, and then disperse oh, uh, prematurely. So he married his first cousin. He knew that there would potentially be uh, problems with that. He had ten children. Seven were, were perfectly fine. Three had you know hereditary issues and they sure, died early yep. so um so that's how much of a white supremacy was he was definitely by definition a white supremacist and uh but his first cousin francis galton younger cousin francis was a premier statistician i mean he modern day statistics is really francis galton helped pioneer that so he was brilliant right but he uh, he did a little bit of work and he looked at uh, demographic uh, populations around the world and he did the statistics on it. And he says, look, um, if we don't come up with some scientific way to justify getting rid of these other ethnicities, our supreme intellect and, and resourcefulness and everything else that we whites are will disappear over time because, you know, these other people are populating at a much faster rates than we uh, white Caucasian Europeans are, right? So uh, so they came up with eugenics out of thin air. So this was not scientific. This was, there was no justification for it other than white supremacy. They wanted to protect white supremacy. So eugenics is a Greek term that means well-born. So, uh, so they concocted a scheme that look, if anybody is not, on the top of the evolutionary scale, like us, you know, if anybody's not white, you know, supremely white in ethnicity, they can be summarily exterminated. So this is where then, of course, we get. But they broadened it. They broadened the eugenics movement to anybody who's handicapped, anybody who's oh, a gypsy, yeah. anybody who's anybody that's not. OK, right. keep going. Yeah, exactly right. Thank you for that, Sarah. Yeah, they did. They said anybody that is born with any kind of infirmity, anybody that is not white, uh, anybody that is, you know, uh, even poor. Um, yeah, anybody who's know, poor. Yeah. They believe that, you know, poverty can somehow be genetically tied. So, yeah, so they this is their scheme for reducing population. <laughs> the same thing today from Bill Gates. Klaus Schwab, uh, Noel Holm, Huori, whoever, whatever his name is. Uh, these are people that are committed to depopulating in the exact same way that the white supremacists were in the 1800s. This is not a oh, we just want to make sure that the planet doesn't overheat and it and it can't yeah, doesn't have the capacity. This is white supremacy in action. Well, but and, hold on um, a second, because they're and killing. Nobody's calling him on it. 
But how is it just, yeah, they're, they're calling everybody white supremacists, even though they're the ones that are doing this stuff, but now they're killing everybody. I mean, they're, this vaccine, uh, is killing every type of ethnic or, or fill us in on this because I do know a lot of white people who have been killed by this vaccine it's and maybe they're poor is that what it even though we think you're middle class not targeting the vaccine is a is a a plan to just you know just get rid of vast swaths of population it's not targeted towards any particular per se uh any particular uh demographic it's just hey we you know we need to reduce the planet you better believe that they and their family, they knew what the scheme was That's right. the pandemic. So they didn't take the shots. They may have seen, you may have seen, uh, you know, clips of Gates or presidents or ex-presidents or ex-advisors uh, or some of these folks taking the shot. Uh, chances are it was uh, you know, no some way. kind of saline solution. And it really wasn't the shot. Because these people wouldn't be here. I mean, they're all, all these guys are old. I mean, they're decrepit. But anyway. Um, so here's the deal. Uh, wokeism, when you follow it, you see that it's rooted not in Marxism, but it's really rooted in social Darwinism, which was fully inherited into the mindset of Karl Marx and Engels, which then turned it into a revolution uh, by way of economic philosophy and you know all of the other accoutrements that are part of the Marxist uh, mindset. So, so, so really, fundamentally, uh, wokeism is the manifestation of white, suprem- white supremacy and racism, and they can't escape it, folks. This is not something that you could say, well, I'm a, I'm a woke, but I'm not that. No, no, if you're woke, by definition, you are that. You can't do anything about it unless and until you you come to the grips with you know what i am going to denounce and renounce anything darwinistic and marxist period hard stop if you will not do that you own it that's you're right. woke and you're a racist and a supremacist and that's not me saying it that's just by definition if we're going to just go by definitions that's the way it is yeah and okay so so this book did- yeah. This book frames the whole whole thing and it provides with uh you know uh, you know uh footnotes and private letters and all everything parents, grandparents, uh uncles and aunts need to understand so you can get your children and your grandchildren and and your community children and bring them along with escaping wokeism because uh, wokeism is the manifestation, the, the the current manifestation of white supremacy and racism. So, is it them doing the opposite of what they say? Just get because the people who support it the most would be horrified if they could get their their brainwashed. They can't see past this agenda. If the people who would right. be horrified the most by it are the ones that are pushing it the most. Yes, it's pure projection. This is a. So the the next iteration of of Marx in our current context would be Saul Alinsky. And Saul Alinsky was masterful at organizing and strategizing about how to uh, malign 
and go on the offense and project on those who are dissenters with you know anything Marxist. So, so what they're doing, what, we, what we're in the middle of now is we're seeing projection, pure projection. Um, these people, most of them have no clue uh, that, that they're involved in white supremacy and racism. They're, they're just, they just wanna be culturally relevant. So they say, look, I'm woke. They, they don't realize, <clears throat> excuse me. They don't realize the ties of the woke movement to supremacy and racism, okay? Now, the people who who are the like the leaders the, the top, those who are activating these uh, ra radical revolutionaries, they know full well that they're racist. Uh, those would be people like um, our ex-president, 44. Um, those would be people like uh, most people, if not all, uh, who are the heads, the leaders of our socialist party. Um, actually, not even socialists now. They're full-on commies. Uh, th th that would be those folks. And, um, and and because we're not we're not getting into politics, because I don't want to, you know, actually mention people understand what I'm saying. Um, um, those folks are the ones who understand that, look, you know, <laughs> we're the actual racist, but let's let's make sure we project That's on right. these people to put them on a defense so they can't even think straight and they won't even have the context or the conversation to come after us. So that's what we're, that's what we're facing right now. Yeah. We're facing just everything is upside down. Yeah. And, but they've been doing this for decades to the black community and they're doing it to everybody who's poor. I mean, Canada is now doing this, you, this uh, death program. They're allowing poor people to kill themselves it's yeah. incredible what they're doing in Canada. Um, but poverty, they, they and the black community, they it's like they purposely keep them in these dwellings and and the people who are trying to empower them, you know, because I, I we talk about empowering people. Like Jesus said, yeah. give them a um, instead of giving them the fish, you teach them how to fish, right? You right. power, you empower people. They have right. been for decades, um, keeping them in these conditions. And people think Yeah, so this is what's us. interesting. Yeah, so this is what's interesting. Social anthropologists and, um, uh, you know, people who have studied uh, poverty and crime have come out over the decades and they've said, look, if we want to do anything to reduce poverty and crime, uh, we, can, we can make a huge adjustment with poverty and crime rates by just encouraging fathers remain connected to their children, yep. right? So just an emphasis on fatherhood, number one. And then number two, um, actually provide school choice, provide alternate learning methods, provide alternate platforms for education because they recognize that some children who are especially those raised in single family households are not used to a lot of, you know, real discipline or, or, or structure. And those children may need a little bit more of a structured environment as opposed to a public school. And they may need a little bit more mentorship and handholding. So they don't say anything about the brilliance of the children. All the children have the capacity to learn but won't fully manifest if we keep these people relegated 
to dilapidated school systems that are, you know, crime ridden and potentially harmful um, and gang infested, uh, then those children will probably drop out early, uh, which will perpetuate the poverty and or they will, um, they may graduate at the end, but they will be uh, marginally uh, fluent in English and math. So, uh, so that's the problem. Uh, now, both sides, all of our political parties understand this is the issue. There is only one, our socialist Marxist commie party, that will not allow under any circumstance for us to have school choice, parents' choice. Uh, parents understand what education platforms are best and most conducive to the learning style of their children. They've been with their children. They understand how their children. So, um, but there's 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 this force this huge political party uh, that is absolutely against it. And it's because they need these people to be in poverty because they need these people to continue to vote for them. And so it, just think about this, uh, Sarah. Um, if you have children and uh, they're fully dependent on you, then you make the rules for when you come home, whether you can use the car, whether you can use anything, what time we eat, all of those things are laid down by you because you're and, and your children pay attention to those things because they are dependent. Now, the same exact uh, you know social paradigm exists with political parties. If we have a dependent class, wholly dependent on on government and on you know the the commie programs, uh, then guess who's going to get the overwhelming majority of those votes? It's the commies. That's so, right. um, and I, you know, so let me, let me frame this. I am not being disparaging when I say commies. I'm being matter of fact. We have to understand that America has tilted now to the point where we've passed socialists. We passed, you know, the Marxist type. That's right. We are in a an abusive, uh, overbearing, uh, communistic mindset, especially within one party. Now, I think both parties are coming pretty close together. We have a uniparty type of a situation. A rhino set. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. But but there's one party in particular that's been really driving this yep. this where we're going, and so I'm only saying commies uh, to because that's the only description I have for them. I, I don't know what you call them. Um, so anyway, so, so, so that's what I'm saying. So they understand that if we keep a dependent class, we're going to get those votes. That's why the borders open. Well, and that's freedom. why they're encouraging people from well, all yeah, over keep, the world to come through the border. Once they come through the border, that dependent class starts to take root, right? Because you, they have people already uh, NGOs, non-government organizations that are already, you know, at the border, welcoming these people, ready to bring them in, and in many cases to register them, and at least to let them know that your friends who brought you here are this commie party. So it's that's the way. But it the, the drug use is up, and the the trafficking is up by twenty five hundred percent. I mean. Two over two thousand percent. These traffickers are increasing, and the drugs are Horrible. increasing. 
It's killing these communities. They don't care. They do not care. This is the worst human rights atrocity probably in American history. Now, we, we have slavery and all that, but... Um, but, I, but the numbers might be larger. I, I, but the I, numbers may... That's what I'm saying. The numbers may yeah. be larger because when you consider... When you consider last year over 100... Between 100 and 150,000 uh, fentanyl deaths. The year prior, over 100,000. This year, we're probably surpassed 150,000. That's collectively, well, about about a half million young adults, young children, or not children, but young adults that are, are uh, have succumbed to fentanyl deaths, okay? In America, this is in America. Now, when you consider the human trafficking cause, that would be those women and girls that are brutally raped on the way here. By this 10 people. I mean, of admission. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm -hmm. It could and, be 10 people. And, you know, I mean, it's just horrible. Oh, it's it's absolutely. I mean, there was one story earlier this year, and it's just it's so heartbreaking. I, I have a difficulty with with even describing it. But it was a, a, a 14 year old, 11 year old girl, something like that, who um, when she got here, she had 21 different Oh. uh sperm types oh and you know in her i mean so this is a young girl um and you know sperm is not just sperm it, it has yeah there's different dna yeah 21 different oh my so God. the atrocities that we're seeing now by virtue of these people that say oh we just want to help the planet we just want to invite people because they're all poor uh that's not the motivation, really. That's the motivation no is we want to get him here. We want to get them here. We want to get them dependent on us. And then we cement uh, a certain amount of votes for the next however many years. Or destroy and, uh, freedom altogether, uh, right? Or just destroy, or, or destroy this freedom country. Altogether. Yeah, because these people are coming from societies that are not free. And you better believe right. they don't really care about freedom, per se, as long as they get enough sustenance that they can get it's better than what they had so and and of course america provides it. i mean yeah better certainly better than you know venezuela or you know cuba or some of these other places in south america so so because of that then we're bringing as many as many as that will come now what we're sacrificing are all of the human lives all of the young girls and women that are they're being raped and assaulted all the way up to come up here and then human trafficked once they get here to pay off their that's debt. That's right. Okay, that's a, that's the other side of it. That's the other. And side. then uh, what we're sacrificing are not only the fentanyl and all of that, uh, but we're 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 sacrificing then uh, the America's security because we have uh, probably closer to hundred now. I know earlier this year it was forty five or fifty known terrorists that were that have come through our borders. Now, fortunately, we apprehended them, or at least we know where they are. But but we're well, it has to be well over 100 now because it's wide open. Everybody from all over the world is coming. So, um, so what we're sacrificing is our potential terrorist plots, um, all kinds of horrible atrocities uh, with, with communities and families. Uh, it's just, it's unfathomable what we're doing right now. It's completely irresponsible. It is not uh, human compassion. It's human 
destruction. It is the most cynical, in my opinion, uh, cynical ways that a government says, oh, we, we love you. We want to care for you. But what they really are saying, look, we love your votes. You get your butt over here so you can get in line and vote for us. Uh, we're going to make it possible in the next couple of uh, uh, voting sessions. And you better vote for us. That's what they're saying. Well, and I think and it's so even, it's abusive. It's okay. abusive for sure. I, I'm thinking they're trying to, dis yeah. to create this globalist environment and destroy America and just bring everybody under this communist, complete controlled technocracy. It's a eugenicist oh, program yeah. that they're controlling and they're bringing America yeah. into the fold and freedom, which is the is loving humanity, loving each individual ah. is it. Sorry, my dogs. Freedom is something they can't have. Right. So uh, so the way this ties into the Great Reset is um, the, the idea is, look, we overwhelm the system. This Cloward and Piven, right? Overwhelm the system uh, of America and, and, and bankrupt them, bankrupt America. Then America holds his hand up and say, look, OK, we're, we're done. We, we're out of money. We have all these people here and we have, don't have the capacity to to really house them all comfortably. So we have chaos on our streets because we have, you know, white against black racial, you know, all kinds of animus going on in our streets. Um, so, hey, globalist community, UN, World Economic Forum, uh, Council of Foreign Relations. Hey, hey, guys, here we are, United, United States. We're ready to be folded into your great reset. And 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 that's why Joe Biden and his executive order 14067 earlier this year um, had, you know, put the pedal to the metal with us uh, fully investigating uh, digital currency. Uh, now, banks right after Thanksgiving, the day after Thanksgiving, the four major banks in the United States, I think it was B of A, Chase and a couple of others, uh, reported back to Biden, hey, you know, the test with the digital currency is great. We have a little bit more infrastructure things we want to put in our data centers, but we'll be good to go when you are. So this is the problem that we're running into. The problem we're running into now is time. A lot of people are looking to 2024. A lot of people are saying, hey, by the time we get to 2024, we can you know, put a different person in there. We can roll things back. I'm not so sure. If we go headlong into this digital currency before that time, uh, once we're in that thing, it's going to be just like what they did with Brexit. And it takes for us to, even if you had somebody like a DeSantis Trump or whoever in there, uh, for them to pull us back out of that after we've been folded in, it, it, it's monumental. It's not going to be trivial. That's so, right. so the problem we have right now is time. Now, I wrote an article about 30, 40 days ago. And I said, look, the globalists, the rhinos, the uh, all the anti-Trumpers, they know that 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 time is, is not on our side. So they are hoping that we switch allegiances and put in DeSantis. Now, don't get me wrong here. DeSantis is, will make an incredible president. But the thing that he must do when he gets in office, if he were to get there in 24 or 25, when he'd be inaugurated, is that he 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 must have a complete scope of what's happening globally yes while trying to bring nationally 
back into where it should be. That is overwhelming for the most brilliant of minds. You can't do that. Typically what happens is people come in office, take them a couple of years to figure out who's who, what's what, who's on my team, who's not, blah, blah, blah. And they focus in nationally, then globally. So what happens is they want DeSantis by any way possible. And they're maligning Trump because Trump is the only man on the planet that literally day one knows where the bodies are buried, quote unquote, and can begin to dismantle stuff. Now, again, my, my feeling is this may be a moot point because 2024, I don't know if we can last two more years with, with uh, know you know, Biden and Harris the way it is. So anyway, but anyway, that that's that's what's happening. <laughs> it's uh yeah. it's it's very serious and i know there's a lot of people that are fighting now do you think there's a true white hat movement or do you think that this patriot stuff is psyop because i have been told that there really isn't a unified patriot or white hat movement and that the majority of it is just a bunch of psyop bs yeah, so I do believe that a lot of it is psyops. Um, if we are holding uh, out hope that, that we have great military generals that are sequestered with Trump and they have this master plan and they're just ready to hatch it, I, I don't see it. I, I, Neither do I. There's just too much that has gone on for that to be a reality. Now, PSYOPs would say, no, 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 this is real, you know, we got all the military really on our side. These guys are just puppets and that. I, I don't I don't see it. What we do have potentially is a huge disruption that could happen on January 6th with the Brunson lawsuit. Um, this is the Supreme Court, so I don't have a whole lot of hope. That's right. But if there is any kind of potential intervention, that thing could really, oh, that would set us free. And 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 with that, I could see a reinvigorated America immediately. Um, you're familiar with that, what's happening there, right? Yeah, I, I've interviewed Roy Brunson the day that it came through on the, that the Supreme Court added it to their conference. So, so, I mean, that's, that's tremendous potential. I mean, immediately dismissing two thirds of Congress, immediately dismissing. Do you think you that's know, possible, though? Uh, I, I'm, I'm a little pessimistic. I, I don't know. That that's the, the thing. Supreme it's, Court it would. So... It's almost like too much. Yeah, I know, I know. And so, and I've been told, you know, Tom Rents and I are good friends, and we just talked yesterday, and and he told me, Sarah, there is no white hat organized movement there's none of this and he goes you know we're living in unprecedented times so maybe the supreme court will do something he goes but it, I, he read the thing he's i don't it's not that it doesn't have to be well the law doesn't have to be well done in the thing it's a person representing themselves and so they have lower standards for an av than what an attorney has to put through so it, it could it could but it's it's not it would be strange but we're living in strange times. It would be strange, but that would be the only thing that I could see as a potential in the short run. That a game changer, us. a big game changer. Uh, completely change the game. Yeah. Completely change. Because remember, 
if we couldn't dissolve two thirds, get rid of those guys, right? And they would never be able to run again. So that means all of this entrenched, uh, you know, uh, incumbents that have held on to their positions for decades, all that entrenched money is gone overnight. Well, the human suffering, That's... I mean, they're crimes against humanity that we're talking about. This is a big deal. And it, That's right. how do we tackle Huge. this? This is, an, and I know we're starting to unify we're we're starting to find each other in the unify. We don't know quite how to fight it, but we're starting to get our our game going. The problem is they're moving fast. We're winning on COVID. The narrative is has broken down. The problem is the mainstream media is still pushing it hardcore, like it's safe and oh, effective. Oh, they're still pushing it. It's incredible. The, the, the commercials <laughs> and there here's the here's the the abusive part for our children. The commercials that I've been seeing now are really directed now at children and they're trying mm. to get the children to tell their parents, hey, I need the the booster, I need the, because, you know, and, and so they're going through that door. Everything is focused in on the children now. They got this gender confusion, gender dysphoria yes. stuff focused on the children. They got the sex education, the perversion stuff focused on the children. They got the vaccine stuff focused on the children because they understand that children can present a compelling argument to loving parents, right? And so, you know, uh, so I, I've seen a lot of the commercials now are, you know, really de directed towards children. And they want and to control their stuff. children, right? Abusive. Well, it's abusive mm -hmm. for sure, but they want to change the hearts and the minds of the children because they know if they can raise them indirectly, they want to raise the children to have this, you know, the people that are doing this, they don't raise their children this way. Their children are raised oh, differently. No. This is not what they're it. doing. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, uh, these people are criminals. They're thugs. We know that these are the worst of the worst. Freedom lifts up everybody. It's the most loving thing you can do for someone, you know, and, and it's at the individual level. And if you want equality for an opportunity, you allow people to be free and you hold them accountable. Yeah. Yeah, but, and here's the thing. I The reason why I don't think there's a white hat that's going to help us is because we've had the pandemic stuff that's manifest um, and and really Nuremberg trials type stuff, right? I mean, everybody knows it is. Is, this is, yes. this is this huge is Nazi crimes level. against humanity. Yeah. Millions of people. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So, so if we did have a white hat type scenario, seems to me that those white hats would have said okay we got to stop this this is you know this is atrocious abuse. that's my point yes and, and so i don't that's why i don't think that we're we can count on that but who knows i, I agree and now here's the deal with trump you say he knows where the bodies are buried and everything else i'm still a little bit concerned though about trump because he didn't yeah. seem, you know, you are too probably everybody does. You don't know, but he pushed this vaccine through and he's never gone against yeah. it. Yeah. I, I have. So, with that. so I think is, I, I think, I think. So what we see is classic Trump, right? I did it. Verbato, right? I mean, so he, he, he is, he is, um, he's going to stump for things that he really, you know, changed. Fundamentally, he changed fundamentally how uh, 
important drugs are manufactured, mass produced, and um, and and allowed to which is to could be a good thing. It could be a good thing, but 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 in this case, now and I would say basically for anybody uh, over seventy or over eighty, it was it's these vaccines change saved their lives. I really believe so. you think so, but. Uh, there, there's too many older people that I know um, that if they had gotten COVID with their condition, they wouldn't be here. I mean, I, I really believe. Yeah, no, that's that's fair. But the protocols that they were censoring were saving lives 99.6% of the lives right. that these protocols, right. and, and the older people too. Those people didn't need the shot. They needed the protocols. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I get it. The latest I, I understand on that, but, 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 but a lot of elderly people could have gone, but see, here's the thing with Trump. So he says, look, um, you have his, uh, you know, his ego and everything else and yep, that's yep. it in this. So of course he's going to push it. Now, uh, I do know, I do believe that there's been world-class doctors that have now, because remember, he was insulated. He couldn't have a conversation with Dr. Simone Gold or anybody else during that time because his inner circle kept him from other experts that had the expertise to, you know, tutor him along and help him understand what, what's really happening. Now, now that he's out of the White House, I think that he's been coached and he's been briefed on these things that are very, very important. So... But here's the other thing about Trump now. We have to remember, he was the only one in the world that said HCQ and ivermectin are life-saving and you should just do those. And he was for right? protocols. And he's against the Absolutely. World Health Organization, which is now partnering with Google right? and YouTube. So so when you take it all in on balance, yes, his, his, his ego was involved in the vaccines and he wanted that. But... But that notwithstanding, he wouldn't have mandated it. There's no way Trump would have mandated it for everybody. What he would have done is he would have said, look, we have a lot of additional protocols out here. I would encourage everybody to do ivermectin. Uh, I would do every, I would encourage everybody to get you know hydroxychloroquine as a prophylactics. And uh, and for those that are, you know, really in and that have a lot of comorbidities you may want to consider getting the vaccine. So what we wouldn't have seen is a communistic approach to mandating that everybody must be vaccine. That's right. I mean, yeah, must get the Especially get children who are like- Especially virtually... children, especially children. And he even that. said, he even said children should not get it. I heard him say that. Right, right. So, so with all of his faults, and he has many, like we all do, right? That's right. <clears throat> My thing is not so focused on anything in particular that Trump says or did or will do, other than what must you and I do as American citizens to forestall being folded in under the Great That's Reset. That's right. So if that is my only criteria, because you know, really, I would like my children and grandchildren to have the same kind of American freedom, or at least some semblance of it. Um, if our number one criteria is to forestall being folded in under a Marxist globalist agenda, 
then we have one choice. <laughs> I mean, DeSantis, for as, as wonderful as he is, he has no clue. I mean, he may, he has some clue, obviously. But he hasn't been directly attacked by uh, the deep staters, by the globalists, by the nefarious no, forces around you're, the world. You're right. You're right. It's, and, and, and so, so, it's so Trump weird. Trump has an axe to grind. Well, okay, well, let me ask... And, yeah, I I think that it's bigger than just one person. I think we need, which we do need that we need to clean out the the, the elections. I don't even know if he could win, even if he ran, because I think they'll fix it. But that being said, we need right. to all, yeah, yeah, we need to all get involved. We need to fix it at town by town, and we need to unite, and we need to unite with our democrat friends who realize that something's going on too we need to unite and say Absolutely. we just want to get back to the basics this is not america this is not america now you know what will help us unite okay so again i'm going to get back on my uh stump here so the book is uh the subtitle is finally putting an axe to the taproot of white supremacy and racism in america now all of us, every fun-loving, sincere American, not a diehard Marxist, but a sincere American, will will say, yeah, yeah I will unite with you over if that. We, yeah, if, nobody if we wants go over and, and, and stamp out every white supremacist and racist, you know, thing that's in happening all directions. in our country. In all directions. And so this is the kind of information, the kind of book that can unify us and put us on the same page. Imagine this, imagine this. Imagine if Moms uh, for America, oh, is, what's the name of it? Moms for Freedom? I don't that, know. Is it Moms for America? I'm not sure. I'm not as political but, uh, as people uh, think I might be, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so it's, I think Moms for America and Something like that. other parent groups who are, right. who are trying to go into school boards and trying to get them to take CRT off the table, right? Uh, let's not, because they're dismissing us. They're not, you know, they're, it is what it is. The curriculum is pretty much baked in in a lot of places, unless you have a governor like DeSantis who takes it out. Um, and, and most states don't have a governor, um, with the exception of maybe Texas, that's going to do that. Okay. So, so imagine then we, to your point, uh, Sarah, at the local level, say, you know what? Um, let's go to the school board. And let's just ask them uh, a couple of questions according to their standard, right? So we go to the school board and we say, look, um, so you've taken Huck Finn, Dr. Seuss, and all kinds of other books off the shelf because you're trying to protect our children against white supremacy and racism, right? School board would say, absolutely. Yeah, that's what we're committed to. We want to make sure that your children are insulated from, uh, from that and that they're provided accurate history. That's what they say, right? So then, then the parent group would say, okay, so here's the thing. If I came in here today and I looked at every other ethnic uh, uh, community that's here represented, and I said, look, all these other ethnic communities are really, they're subhuman, they're apes. Look at gorillas, savages. They're, these people, you guys would rightfully take me out of here by force. And, and, and I deserve to be taken out if I said such abhorrent things, right? School board would say, absolutely, you would, yes. They would be indignant about it, right? Then we say, okay, so um, uh, we want you to stop teaching our children 
that exact mindset. They would say, well, you don't teach your children that. What are you talking about? Oh, yeah, you do. Because the person that said that in, you know, everything's footnoted. So you, you go, go right to chapter and verse, the exact paragraph in, in this book that sent a man. It's Charles Darwin. And you, school board, uh, you allow Darwinism, his evolutionary theory, to be taught throughout K through 16. Yeah, it's taught at the college level. So it's completely infused in all of our academia. So uh, we're going to give you 30 days to uphold your standard. You you want to cancel people, you know, who who are white supremacists and, 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 and racist. Well, Darwin is that. And I just read you his quotes. They can't, they can't connect that though. Even no matter how much the quotes they're going to say, but that's science. That's what they're going to say. They're no, no, say no, that's no, no, science. no, 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 no. This okay, is where I, this that. is where they've really this is where they really painted themselves into a box. Do you realize that they really would be willing to cancel math and English because there's some academics that said these things are white. They they're they're white supremacist. This is what this is the this is the mindset of these people. So crazy. And, math and, and is so, the least. And, and if you know anything about math, math wasn't created by Europeans at all. It was created in, in Greek and in, in, in Hebrew culture. It doesn't you know, even matter. It was, math is created probably by alien cultures. I mean, it's a one thing that yeah, is, right. is, unites everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so if they would be so dogmatic about basic tenets of academia, education, uh, then they don't have a choice. So we parent groups, we say, look, this is the deal. This is what he said. This is what he did. And oh, by the way, he not only said that, but because he was an extreme supremacist, he and his cousin concocted eugenics. And uh, when it came, eugenics came to America, it's now in the form of abortion. And so, and of course, Margaret Sanger, I know. Is the one who said, look, we don't want the word to get out, but we want to fully exterminate the black population. She said Negro, but let's why, just say but why, but why? And I know you gotta continue, but why do the blacks can't she was see eugenist. Past? I know. Why can't the blacks see past that? Why can't we get the Oh blacks? no, no, no. Uh so so unfortunately it's there's so, still it's a lot abusive. Of... It's so abusive. Yeah, it, it is. Absolutely it is. So there's still a lot of people it's so asinine. Who, who are black who um who haven't heard that quote, um, or maybe they heard it, but they didn't really believe it. Um, and uh, they haven't seen the footnotes on it. All of that is footnoted in my book, by the way. So I give you chapter and verse, every paragraph, their writings, the connected, everything's connected. So so that's part of the problem is uh, so many in the Black community have not really connected the dots. Now, the main thing is they haven't connected the dots with uh with white supremacy and racism uh, they think that okay margaret sanger she was misguided she was crazy and she started this but they haven't thoroughly connected the dots with eugenics uh darwin and how he concocted this whole thing out of whole cloth um and so um and, and then of course we have a lot of 
people on the other on the leftist side who continue to perpetuate, no, 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 you need this. This is going to empower you. And so they're fighting, you know, a lot of people, a lot of black populations are fighting through, well, how do I reconcile uh, this, this whole thing of abortion? So it's, it's a more weighty issue than that. But the bottom line is, is that a lot of our school districts across the country are, are uh, partnered with Planned Parenthood. And if we actually had literal quotes, and if we took it to these school boards to where they cannot get out of it, and especially if we bring in press, even one press, a local small newspaper, who will document what happens in that meeting when these things are brought up, this puts pressure then on that school board that, look, if you're going to live up to your standards, uh, you're canceling, you know, founders, framers, you're canceling statues, you just took off, you know, That's Robert right. E. Lee and all these other historical figures, whatever. Then you have to cancel uh, these and guys you're, too. you're big proponents of that. Yeah. Well, if, and if you're committed to that, then you must in the next, we'll give you 30 days school board. But when we come back in 30 days, you're going to tell us exactly how you're going to take Darwin out of curriculum. And so at the very least, it gives us as parents a negotiation point, because chances are they're going to say, look, I, we have no clue how to get this out. Uh, you know, and, and, and so when you come back, you say, OK, look, here's the thing. If you're going to keep this white supremacist racist in the curriculum, every time he and his theory is mentioned, this school board and the whole, you know, all of the schools that are associated must also mention these other infamous quotes that Darwin was a white supremacist and a racist. Now, he was a scientist, yes, but he was a white supremacist and a racist. And these are the things that he said about blacks. So tell our children, because you want to do accurate history, you must tell our children the entire story. And, um, and by doing that, Sarah, what that'll begin to do is to debunk Darwin as an authority on anything. Well, that he it, should it, be. It, it Although really some of the science. Yes. Although some of the science is, is good. I think it's a combination of stuff. I don't know. Um, uh, you know, when you look oh, yeah, at yeah, the yeah, true yeah. science, yeah. So like, his, so his my dad science, told me a story. It's pure science. Me, yeah, from, yeah, you got to look at Pierce. My my dad was telling me a story just this weekend about coyotes. They were doing bounties. You get a if you kill a coyote, they're trying to thin out the coyote population, and they were paying people five hundred dollars if they came with a coyote. This was a town in Ohio or somewhere, or the city of I don't know some some big some big city. And they would pay people $500 for bringing a coyote. What happened is all you were doing was killing the dumb coyotes. And you were leaving just the smart ones. And then it actually grew the population. <laughs> so in that way, sometimes well, so here's the, the thing. survival of the fittest is true. But anyways. <laughs> so not, Darwin's pure uh, scientific uh, experiments, you know, he, he did a lot on cloning and plants and and all kinds of other really pure science work is great. But his theories, which those are things that he clearly denoted, these are my theories, theories of That's evolution. Right. These things are, are, theories. Are, are theories. And they, for the most part, they've been completely debunked. And so we need to put Darwin in his place. We can't continue to extol this man. Uh, we need to reject him um, because he did a lot of harmful things. It, 
Darwin did not only did he say that about blacks, and not only did he say that and start that eugenics movement, but here's the thing that he said about people like you, Sarah, women. I know. He says, look, uh, this is in The Descent of Man as well, and it's fully documented here in this book. He says, look, um, here's the deal. Uh, women, I've done the cranial cavity research on women. And he says, look, um, their, their cranial cavity is much smaller than that of men. Therefore, their intellectual capacity is much less. Yeah, even though elephants, how, what about an elephant? Right. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on. So, so, but here's what happened. Here's what happened when he did this. He said, basically, women could be relegated. So he unleashed modern day sexism and misogyny. This is what yes. he did. He is the pioneer of that in our modern day context. Now, had women always been abused over history? Absolutely. But there was no justification for it. In other words, um, we didn't have a scientific notion that women can really be relegated or that they're really less than men until Darwin made his proclamation. Then what happened was, uh, you know, we actually had women being treated horribly. And this is what precipitated the women's suffrage movement with Elizabeth Cady Stanton, Susan B. Anthony, and Frederick Douglass, because women were believed to not have the intellectual capacity to be able to vote. So, you know, because they're, you know, Darwin just told us they're... Yeah, so, even though an um, elephant's brain is huge, but they're not that smart. But, you right. know, I went to um, Elizabeth, uh, Susan B. Anthony, I'm sorry, to her uh, historical museum in um, D.C. Yeah. area. And mm -hmm. did you know that they can't get the funding? They can't get anything. It's like they're completely not supported. She was a Republican yeah. back in the day. And I think. And that's why. That's why they will not support. Susan B. Anthony because she was a Republican and the people will start learning right. that that's where the the movement came from. That's right. That's exactly right. So we have a lot of instances like that. So, you know, Frederick, Frederick Douglass, of course, started off as an abolition, abolitionist Democrat. And uh, then when he met Lincoln and he and Lincoln became good friends, uh, he became a Republican. And he says, look, I'm a black died in the world Republican because it is the only party of freedom and progress. This is well, freedom. So, you know, they were a racist too, but freedom, individual freedom, is the path to and and freedom of speech and all that stuff is the path for us to recognize everyone as human souls and see yes. them past what they look like. Because you're yeah we're all souls i always say i i'm just a soul you're a soul and if we get past and we see people that way everything else everything becomes crystal clear what we're looking at absolutely absolutely so so um you know so the the reason why susan b anthony's museum or her likeness is not going to be funded properly is if because at all. Yeah, if at all. It's a now, sad, here's the problem. Here, you know, help me with this, Sarah. Help me with this. We have these crazed Marxist commie leftists around the world who are multi-gazillionaires. Uh, and they readily fund any and all crazy Marxist leftist things. But we have our people on our side that are also billionaires. They, It's hard 
to get them to spend I agree uh, monies, especially to the degree that the leftists do. Um, we don't really have anybody on our side to counteract George Soros, for instance. Um, you know, you know, I, uh, you know what I, I think it is. Really f- you know what it is. It's because the is- globalists who control the trusts, they control the the intelligence agencies, they control everything. They're the ones directing Soros and all the money. And it's not about Marxism. It's about global control. I think that's what it is. And the people who are for freedom really are the underdogs in this globalist yeah, fight. But, but still, I mean, but we still, we have billionaires on our side. I, I know. I and don't know. Trying to know. get a dime out of these people. And I know I because I've worked you. as a, as a, as a donor uh, guy for the Frederick Douglass foundation and the Douglass leadership Institute. And then also with every black life matters, the organization that I started. Um, trying to just get, you know, a, dime, a plug nickel. Give me a nickel. Nothing. And these I guys are well to do. I, I don't know why. Because I was doing this freedom of speech thing and I did the censorship. Although we're we're now setting it up differently and we're really uniting. We're sending, and I'm just going to, we're going to go public with it pretty soon and probably the first week of January. And with the 501c3, we're thinking we can get a lot more donations but you're right. It's just not the same thing. And I don't know why. And maybe because we're just not united. And this, the, the, this group of psychopaths that run the world have controlled the central banks. They control most of the money. And you know, that's why it flows down from them. And they, I think the people who've made it despite that are more about protecting themselves and their wealth. And they've come up with that mindset from the beginning, because if they didn't have that, I'm not sure if they would even be in their position. I don't know. I think yeah, it's a but most of the conservatives that I know are very generous at the, at the local level. I mean, just basic conservatives. I, I don't know. Uh, we're very generous. We tithe frequently. We do everything. But though they, the conservative billionaire class in our mindset, nothing. I, I, I don't, I don't know. There's some, but yeah, you're right. It's just not the same thing. And we gotta, we gotta change that. I think that if they're not tied to the, maybe they're controlled opposition and they're tied to the globalists, or maybe they need to stay in. They know that if they come out, they'll just, their businesses will be destroyed. So they got to yeah. do it anonymously. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. That's a good question. Well, okay. Tell us. I know, you're, I know you're getting towards the end. Is there any other uh, things that we wanted to Go through. Hey, I did want to mention my uh, YouTube channel. Y'all woke up university. Y'all woke up university. And I do daily shorts, one minute shorts to give you on current events. Um, So gives you current events in a non-woke format. Uh, The other thing, if you want to follow me and follow what we're doing, uh, I'm the co-founder of Every Black Life Matters. uh, And that's at everyblm.com. And so you can follow what we're doing, support us, um, and 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 uh, help us there. Uh, we are the righteous and faithful alternative to BLM. So everything that BLM is, we are not. Uh, BLM is anti-family, anti-father, anti-life, uh, anti—you uh, know—Marxist, um, uh, and we are pro-life from conception to the grave, uh, pro-school choice, pro-fatherhood, pro-nuclear family pro-free markets and capitalism. 
So we're everything that they're not. Because you're pro-freedom and life yeah. and supporting your God. Yeah. How do we get past, you know, when once people realize that the source of it, that it is about the white supremacy, eugenicists, all this stuff, they misdirect their anger towards all white people or towards, you know, it's like, it's not all white people because I don't believe right. in any of that crap. And I For want us. to get to a place of har harmony and if we can get to a place of harmony, we can evolve as a human species. And we're just, we're past right. all that crap. Right. How, how, so how, how do we get, we, yeah. how do we get past do, it? It's a two phase thing. Yes. Well, I mean, education is the number one thing. Um, uh, number two is um, we need more people like me uh, who are out there. That's right. Uh, really helping people, bringing people along, helping to understand the truth. The reality is, is all white people could not be complicit with slavery. It's in, it's an, an impossibility. Only one percent of the people were had slaves. Well, yeah, but not only that, it, it's it's an impossibility because literally, we had a civil war. That's right. Over slavery. Now, if all white people were complicit with slavery, what are they worrying about? Uh, we literally had a uh, huge white person contingent in the North that were abolitionists, Republicans. And they went down to the South to fight and defend people like me from the slave-owning Democrats. That's accurate history, folks. Why is it that our school boards decline to put anything like that in our history books, but yet they tell us, oh, no, we just want to tell your children about accurate history. Uh, excuse me. Why don't you label the faction of people who literally enslaved Blacks? There was only a faction who did that. It was a particular party. Why don't you ever... It's a small group, yes. Yeah, but it was still, it was a party that did that. Well, and, and why don't why right? don't they work to seriously end this racism by uniting people and it seems like yeah, yeah but there there is an anger you know i have a friend who she's been on my show a few times and and she's black and i love her but she has a lot of anger towards white people and i i don't know how to get her past that and she rightfully is you know what angry. it is is she a, is she a christian is she a christian i i think she's she a person of faith at she's all? a person of faith no? but i think it's a different religion because that's what I, I don't want to say too much on air because I don't want to say her, you know, oh. disparage her because yeah, yeah, yeah. I love her. I just want yeah, to yeah, get yeah. her past so, that. Um, so here's the thing. Here's the thing that I learned about uh, people that are perpetually aggrieved and bitter about what happened. Um, first of all, they have to acknowledge that there was a particular faction of people. It happens to be the people that they align with today. That particular party who did that is still around. And most blacks vote for them. So, so she has to come to grips with that. It wasn't all white people. Uh, actually, the whites in the North gave up uh, fathers, grandfathers, uncles, and, and sons to go and fight the people that most black people vote for today. That's, that's reality. That's, that's what happened. So, so it's, 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 it's inconceivable that anybody who's logically thinking could say all white people are evil or complicit with what happened, number one. Number two, uh, what I found is the people that hold on to that, they're literally uh, 
they're bitter and aggrieved and they live in a mood of unforgiveness. Now, what, what that means is uh, for us people of faith, um, um, what, what Mark 11, 25 and 26 says is, if you will not forgive, your father in heaven will not forgive you. Uh, Matthew 6, 9 to 15, Jesus gives the brothers the, um, uh, the Lord's Prayer, but in 14 and 15, he doubles down. He says, look now, brothers, that's the Lord's Prayer, but here, if you do not forgive, your Father in heaven will not forgive you. So the problem is really people have to understand that their soul is literally rotting, and it poses an existential threat to their eternity. They must forgive. And if they don't, if they want to hold on to bitterness and aggrievement because, you know, I'm, okay. I mean, if you want to give up your, your eternity for that, just so you could say all weak people are bad. Well, I think, I think uh, okay. you should be angry and bitter at the, at the, the people who are bad actors that do it, but not at sure. a whole group of innocent, not everybody. innocent people who are, that's why right. I like looking at the soul because it, it gives right. a tool to people to get past all that. Don't look at me for what I look like yeah. or what sex I am or anything. Look at my soul and we can get past all yeah. this crap. Exactly right. Exactly right, Sarah. Yeah. Well, I, Hey, listen, it's been, fun. I hope people I read your really book. Tell us where they can get your book. Okay. So just go on to Amazon and type in woke W O K E D up. Woked up. And uh, if you need to type in McGarry, M-C-G-A-R-Y, but woked up should come up. It's got all five-star reviews. Um, everybody loves it. I mean, it's just incredible. I mean, everywhere I go, I'm selling out. So it, it really does put, yeah, puts proper perspective on what we're going through right now. If you're ever going to help your children and grandchildren and friends and family come along and move out of that whole woke nonsense, uh, you need this book because it gives you the actual ammunition to help them. And so I would encourage anybody and everybody to please go and get the book. Um, and, and let's be a resource for our family and friends. Let's let's really begin to unify around the That's truth. That's right. And this book will help you do You that. speak so well and you're so articulate about it. So I'm I'm so thankful that you came on. And can they follow you somewhere? Where's the best place to follow you? Uh, again, go to everyblm.com, everyblm.com, and you will... That's our website. You'll be able to follow what we're up to, where we're going, what we're doing. Um, uh, you can also uh, just contact us that way and we'll keep you posted. Uh, you can ask for us to come to your city and do some anti-CRT, anti-social justice type workshops. We could do that. Uh, we also have started to become a resource for businesses, small and large who are now being asked by their local, state, and federal government whether they've had any racial sensitivity training. Well, now we're offering sensitivity training. So you can come to us as opposed to going to those crazy leftist Marxist ideologues that's going to come in and divide the, the company. The create the Divide your workforce. Yeah, you, 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 you work with us. We're going to unify everybody around the truth. And a lot of the truth is being exposed here uh, about racism. And we help people to understand and how to work together 
in combating racism going forward. So we actually offer uh, that kind of, of training and certification. Uh, so anybody who's interested, any companies or uh, organizations that are interested in that kind of training as well, you can contact us via the website everyblm.com that's that's exactly what women we need thank you so much and you have a wonderful new year's and thank you thank you sarah god bless you happy new year to you be safe and we'll talk later